Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Believe in OK State podcast. I am Megan Robinson, joined as always by Justin Sathwell and Eve Batoba. And everyone listening, I am so excited because we have a special guest with us today, Leon Johnson II, father of Leon Johnson III, breakout wide receiver at Oklahoma State this season. Leon, we are so happy to have you here. I'm, ha- I'm glad, happy to be here. I watch every week. So, I mean, it's, it's when you guys were talking about him, I was like, oh, sure, I was let's go no absolutely a couple weeks back leon i mean not a couple weeks back like wait you know in the middle of the season leon comes out and he just starts balling and it causes us to just go and look this guy up we're like washington oklahoma state wait he was where we just had so many questions and then the fact that you went and you commented and we were like oh yeah yeah. we we got to have you on and and you know, get get behind some of these these questions that we have over here. Set the oh, record yeah. straight. You know, we don't know what we're talking about, so let's bring in the real expert. This is good stuff. Absolutely. And when you first commented, I was like, "Is this really his dad? Is this is this real life? Is this this is awesome? I love this." And it it was really his dad. So we're so pumped that we got you on, and we can get answers to all our burning questions. I think I was doing my picks before the uniform picks before I actually said anything. You the, might have been the combos before I even typed anything in. Just that's my thing is uniform. So, oh man, oh. this is why we got you up top. For everybody <laughs> watching, it's the uniform guys up top, and then the others down below. So you have no idea. Down. You have no idea how much trouble I get in at my high school here because I buy, uh, I coach girls basketball, and we have four uniforms, mm. um, and. The, the boys don't they don't buy uniforms they just stick it out and i have white black gray blue and oh, a wow. and we're, we sorted a charcoal uniform yeah and the boys are like what do what do we what do you guys do what what is, what's happening here i said that's what the girls like i get the girls what they want yeah yeah well you know what well now i have to ask all right so we just went through the entire regular season what was the best uniform combination that we wore uh, I really like the all black, um, and but I was I was really wanting the all white. I I, I, I'm, I I was I wanted to see that and what they were gonna go with logo wise uh, with it, but the, right now the, it's the black. Yeah, I mean you're not the only one. Uh, one of our listeners is Justin Williams, right? The the equipment manager. So Justin, if you're listening, you got to give the people what they want. Like we've been asking for this all season. What what, what are we doing? Are we the home team in the bowl game? I'm Probably. Not sure. I think I so. Think yeah. Usually the, the team that's further away geographically is the home team in, in the in the bowl game. Because that makes sense. <laughs> well, what? yeah, I guess they give them some. T- I don't know. I don't know. I just it's an observation that I made like way back whenever we played. That's always been the case. I thought it was like depending on the conference, it's like Big 12 is home this year. SEC is uh, home the next year. Mm-hmm. The only thing is 
over the last couple of years since COVID, it's been a little bit convoluted. I'm not sure. Like there was a color on color matchup recently and that threw everything off. So I'm like, who's the home team now? So there's a chance we'll get to see all white in the bowl game, which would be great. But uh, last time we were all white against Texas a and in the bowl game, it was the Texas bowl and we lost that one. So yeah, um, I don't know. I to see the orange though. I wanted to see the orange in the big 12 championship. The all orange. Yes, all orange. All yes. orange. I the wanted worst, to see that one. The worst look. The worst. <laughs> Come on. Come the on. worst look. Well, Leon, you have you have an orange jersey, correct? You have an orange yeah. Leon Johnson jersey. Is that yeah. do you have any, any other colors? Um I have a white one coming. I have to get the black one too because I have to have them all. Yeah. Um, my my wife is not a fan, but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You gotta do it. Get them all. Well, important question. The white one, is it with the black numbers or the orange numbers? I think it's black numbers. Uh, I'm sorry. Or it's orange numbers with black trim. Black trim. Okay. I mean, they're both good. The, the white with the black is my favorite combo. It's just like so good. Yeah. So good. Well, something to keep in mind, Leon, if at the end of the season, if they still do this, I'm pretty sure they do. He'll have a chance to purchase his jerseys at kind of a discounted price. So be saving up. Merry Christmas. You know, make sure to get all those jerseys, all the different ones you can get, all the helmets you can get. It's totally worth it. So, yeah, uh, that's the constant fight in our house right now with, well, between me and him, because every time I've gone there, I've tried to take something out the closet. <laughs> I, I, I try to get team issue gear. I don't want to go to the store and get everything that they have. Store. Right. I'm, I'm trying to get something hanging out the closet. The only thing I have is hats. I only get hats now. He doesn't wear hats. So Hey, there you go. Got a dozen beanies and some other hats. <laughs> you got to stop by his hotel during this bowl game to uh, raid oh, the, yeah. the bowl swag bag. Because they get that, some good stuff from bowl games. I don't know what Texas bowl games, but just in general, you get some good stuff at bowls, I've heard. That is 100% the way to go. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what they were talking about, you know, uh, which bowl they were going to go to. I guess a, a few years ago, the guys got PS4s or whatever, whatever mm -hmm. board he went to. And he was like, I was like, oh. I was like, you don't play PlayStation, but whatever. But It was the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, so they got right. PlayStations. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Well, what are you going to get for the Texas Bowl? Right? The state of Texas? Come on. <laughs> I wanted Pop-Tarts Bowl. Pop-Tarts. How fun. Yeah. The, Bucky, the Bucky sweatshirt? Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, anything you, Texas is good is good with me. I'll tell you that right now. Did you guys stop at Bucky's when you were in Arlington? Uh, actually, so for the BYU game, we stopped at uh, we flew into Dallas and drove okay. to uh, Stillwater, and we stopped at Bucky's both ways. Nice uh, on the way up and back. I love it. And I did get a sweatshirt. <laughs> I love that. I have a Bucky's ornament on my tree. Some somewhere on that tree, there's a Bucky's ornament. That's my go-to collector's item from anywhere I go. <laughs> Yo, let's talk about let's talk about Leon. Let's talk about Leon the Third coming up over here. Meg, let's let's talk about some of his highlights from this season. Me? You want me to? Oh yeah. yeah. The highlights of the season. All right. Well, so Justin, you were talking about how, you know, when Leon had a breakout game, well, that was homecoming weekend. He was big 12 new newcomer of the week after his homecoming performance, five catches for 149 
receiving yards. He had nine catches for 132 yards versus BYU. This season, he was our third leading receiver behind Brandon Presley and Rashad Owens. 29 catches, 453 yards, one touchdown. As a dad, Leon, what was it like watching him break out on this D1 stage coming from the D3 ranks? Um, It was fun for me. It was more exciting for me because um, with him growing up, he didn't market himself as football or just baseball. He, he really loved playing both. So during football season and, and he's not doing anything baseball with all the baseball guys. And then during baseball season, he's not doing any of the football. Like he's never done a spring practice until oh, this. Wow. And this was his first spring practice that he's ever oh, had wow. um, at Oklahoma State. Um, like he hasn't had one in high school either because he was playing baseball. Um, so it's it's fun to watch. And I've, it's like, I told you you could do it. I, I told you, just, just go get it. Yeah. Just, just go get it. And he always reminds me, he goes, this is fun, Dad. You know, I'm a math teacher. Uh, you know, this is football. I'm going to go play football. I'm going to go work hard. And whatever happens, happens out of it. Love the yeah. multi-sport athlete of that. So what position did he play in baseball? Uh, he played right field. And he, right. Was, he was a leadoff. What, what's yeah. the deal with all the tall guys playing right field now? Like Aaron Judge, Leon Johnson the third. He got a cannon. All right. Look, I'm a I'm a big believer in like multi-sport development. I don't think that anybody should be just like a single sport development all the way through as they grow up. Some of the best athletes that I've ever been around played multiple sports growing up. When I worked at the Dolphins, we had a tight end named Julius uh, Thomas who played basketball all the way, like even in college. And then like his junior year of college decided he was going to try football out and ended up becoming just a great NFL tight end. And I think Chip Kelly at UCLA just recently – was a big proponent of having his skill guys run in track and field during the off season so that they can right. develop that way and work on their speed. Do you have like the same kind of mindset of, Hey, as kids are growing up, they need to be playing as many sports as possible. Um, so Leon played basketball, baseball, football, uh, from when he could start a T-ball at five football at six basketball, um, is what with third grade we started basketball fourth grade we started basketball um all the way to eighth grade so he was he played three sports all the way up until eighth grade um and it was normal right he had fun we went from sport to sport when one season was done full you know full uh concentration on and focus on whatever the next sport was and then on to the next so it, it was it was fun watching him do it. Um, Gabriel play. Gabriel was in, you know, he was a little out there with his sports. Yeah. He did MMA. He did wrestling. He did track and field. He did uh, football and basketball, hated baseball. Um, but he's, he's done it. about all he, he's done everything as well. Um, sport wise. Well, no coach Gundy likes the wrestlers. So wrestlers. get him in here too. Yeah. Hey, he, he was a he was a pretty good wrestler. He was just like, I'm good. Too yeah. many people. Just, that's just too much contact. That's not too <laughs> much contact. But then he goes and plays. What isn't he a defensive end now too? So it's like you're hitting people anyway. He wants to lay people out. He don't just. He don't want to. He don't want to. Yeah. He just want to get and run somebody down and hit somebody as hard as he can. It's it's just a little bit different. So. 
A, a lot of touching and, and sweat exchange happening during wrestling. Sweat exchange. <laughs> that's not even a thing. It's not a real thing. Hey, Justin was a great wrestler in high school. He'll tell you. You, you, you. That's not a thing? Good, not great. But no, I mean, there wasn't any sweat exchange. Like, that's not that's not a thing. Like, you know, yeah, you're just going to sweat. That is, That would happen in football, too. I'd go try to block Andre Sexton. He's the sweatiest guy I've ever seen. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it happens. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Happens yeah. in every sport. I would be a new age basketball guy because I would wear sleeves because <laughs> when I played, I got, I'm, I'm six, seven. So I was always the, one of the tallest guys on my team mm. and I'm guarding the big guy. Who's not necessarily yeah. tall. Who's sweating a, a whole guy. lot. Yeah. Sweating a whole lot. You know, I would be absolutely a sleeves guy. Yeah. Now. yeah. So, so Leon, the third coming out of high school, then, probably had a couple of different decisions that he had to make about what sport that he wanted to play, where did he, where he wanted to go. How did he go about deciding that George Fox was, you know, was where he was going to attend? So um, he got zero offers out of high school um, for either sport. Um, so George Fox um, actually is, a, so it's D3. Mm-hmm. They don't give athletic scholarships, just, just academic. Um, he wanted to, be a math teacher. Um, he's a, he's graduated with his math, math major. Um, so he wanted to play baseball and football. There were a couple schools. I mean, there were all D three that maybe one of them wanted him to play baseball and didn't want him to play football. Like it was too hard. You know, he wasn't going to get time with football, but mm-hmm. you know, there was football teams that and baseball teams that said he wouldn't be able to play. And George Fox was like, Oh, Come on, six five receiver, uh, yeah. no a, brainer, yeah, and, and, a, and a right fielder that bats lead off. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and so he started every game at George Fox um, for football, and then he by the end of freshman season uh, baseball he was starting uh, in right field. You sent us his highlights from George Fox, and I watched them earlier today. And I, you know, I was texting even Justin, and they're like, "What did you think?" I'm like, "He's mossing guys left and right in those highlights from George Fox. How dominant was he there as a football player?" Um, it, it wasn't until senior year. He he was the same player, but they were predominantly a run offense. Mm. Um, they 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 did a lot of run run pass run run pass type of stuff. I mean, it was they had really good running backs um, and a good a good line. So uh, I think he had I, I think his senior year he passed up his his total was more than his previous two years. It was like nineteen. I think he had like nineteen his freshman year or twenty, and then he had like twenty five. Yeah, or then he has. 20 something in his junior year, but then he had 55 last year. Um, so it's, uh, they got a new offensive coordinator or a, a, pa- a passing coordinator or mm-hmm. passing game. Um, yeah. Passing game coordinator. Yeah. So he was, he was started to sling it out. Um, he would do all kind of routes. So he was slants, goes, posts, you know, corners, outs. Um, and it, that coach really got the ball out. I mean, quarterback was awesome too, though, right? Uh, they were they were a solid team for a D three, um, but yeah, he, yeah, it was it was just a breakout time, and he was just catching everything, you know. And at the yeah. beginning, 
at the beginning of the season, Gabe told me this yesterday or a couple, couple days ago. He said, he told me before the season started, I think I'm going to go be an All-American this year. <laughs> um, I love it. At, at George Fox. So, yeah. and, you know, and, and he went out and, and he worked hard and he did it. D3 All-American. I wonder what he felt the difference was like heading into that season as, as opposed to, you know, the seasons prior to that. It was his last one. Mm. He, yeah. he, thought, he thought that was that. Then that's the thing I, I explained a lot is by the time he ended up going over to Stillwater, we had to stop. My wife had to put on hold um, applications for grad school um, because he was he was ready to start doing. You know, he, he's gonna. I think he's gonna do a master's in mathematics as well. Oh wow! Um, so I, he was. They were putting out stuff to go to school, um, and it just didn't. And he was like, "Hold on, hold on a second, hold on, hold on." Yeah. When all of the, when we started getting information about people wanting them, thinks thinking he should jump in the portal. So, yeah. oh, damn. how did that happen? Like, how did he get to Oklahoma State? Who was offering? What were the phone calls like? Um, so, one phone call. Um, so, let's see. How did it happen? He had been in the portal. So we had at George Fox, a scout from the Chargers, had come up and had talked to him. I guess friend of the friends of the coach talk to him and they told him that you know it would be a good idea to see if you can get a d1 offer and go you know see what you can do at the d1 level and he was like well, well okay uh we'll see what happens and a couple of days he put he jumped in the portal and we didn't hear anything from anybody for like three weeks oh wow um and uh josh gonzalez I, I make i'm sure that's right um, called Leon, and apparently he had known the coach from George Fox, the head coach. Yeah, uh, prospect analyst Josh Gonzalez. On the yes, team. yes. Uh -huh. And so he knew the coach, and so he went um, up. He called Lee and said, "We have a plane. It was a Wednesday, and he said, uh, we we can you be here Friday?'" And him and my wife jumped on the plane and went, was it where there was there Friday? I didn't get to go. Um, I told Meg I was coaching that weekend. And uh, so I didn't get to make it. Wow. He, he come, he came home Sunday and had, I, I believe it was Wednesday. He made the decision. Um, and no, no other offers until he posted, he was in Stillwater. How crazy is that? Right. So, he was in Stillwater and he said, just landed in Stillwater, posted it on uh, Twitter, X, whatever. And uh, he, then he got uh, Arizona called them or right away. Uh, Washington state sent them something, um, San Diego state, but you know, and I, I am, I am a firm believer in y'all had a shot. They took a chance. Yeah. And you know, and I, I'm I'm a college football guy. I, I watch college football. I um, I've been a little out of it. I watch the games. I know the tops, but with him being at George Fox, I'm live. I was living D three life. <laughs> right. Like I know I, I know all the teams and like that we were going to be playing and the player the good players and everything that was that were D three. 
um, Gabriel last year was playing at uh, Eastern Washington. So on the red field, on the red field, actually. Yes. Um, And so we were splitting game. Me and my wife were splitting games between um, Eastern and George Fox. Um, So it was, it it was quite a, quite a year last year for us. And then, wow. And then this year. So, so. how far is George Fox from your house? Three and a half hours. Okay. Okay. What what was any part of you ever like, hey, you know, some of these schools that are a little closer to home are starting to offer him now. Maybe we should consider, you know, these schools that are closer geographically or no, none of that. Mm -mm. Take a chance. I know where Des Bryant came from. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you know, James Washington, I know where I watch college football. Yeah. um, And and I know the wide receivers that have come through and like, I tell you, I used to play college football in a game, the NCAA, <laughs> and Oklahoma State was my team because I could pick 25 uniforms. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. but he, but I told him, I was like, look, man, these dudes came from here. Um, coach has been there 20 years. Um, Dunn, I, I looked up Dunn. He's like the second best receiver in FCS history. Um, right. So why, why yeah. not, why not give that guy a shot and, and see what he can do? He's put other guys in the league, you know, and at the start with a red shirt, I, I really thought that's, you know, was, was a great plan. And the next season would, I thought would be huge. Yeah. When, uh, when was your first time actually being in Stillwater? You said that he and he and mom went to first water to Stillwater that time. So when did you actually get there? Uh, game one. Game one. So what was your first impression of Stillwater, Oklahoma, coming from Washington State? So I went to a small – I went to Central Washington University, small school. Um, and it is – so Ellensburg is where it's at, Ellensburg, Washington. Okay. Stillwater is Ellensburg, Washington on steroids. Oh, wow. I Like I call I, – like, I call George Fox a tiny house, and I call Central Washington like, you know, you're – Single family home, and then Oklahoma State and Stillwater is a whole nother. You got everything. That's amazing. Like, like you, you move into a house that's that's furnished with everything that you already want. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh I didn't even know I needed that. Yeah. And, and so that's the time. That's what we felt when I when I came in and he showed me around the facilities. So. Oh yeah. I got the first. I didn't get to the facilities until Sunday. Mm-hmm. I get in. I, we got in uh, Friday, Friday morning, and then they go to the hotel. So I get we got to hang with those guys early. They go to the hotel. We go to the hotel and have dinner with them, and then Saturday game, and then Sunday we go. He took me through all the facilities and met all the coaches and nice. and everything to, after the first one. Which which was impressive, and I just started taking pictures of all the helmets in the hallway. <laughs> no, I'll say I'll tell you. So Justin and I, we got to experience the first like full opening of the renovated Boone Pickens Stadium way back in two thousand nine, and yeah. to this day, I still think it's one of the most impressive facilities in all of college football. Um, you know, all these years later. So you know, I'm glad that you that, that you felt that same way too, right? Going from uh, you know, the the, the the small town to, you know, to Stillwater. Some people might call it a small town, but whenever you're actually on campus and at the facilities, you see that, oh yeah, they care about excellence over here. Yeah. Um, but every building is amazing, 
right? Like the softball, the, yeah. tennis, the tennis facility. I was like, that's tennis? Right. That's, yeah. And I mean, even the soccer stadium. I mean, you know, Gabriel at Washington State, and he was like, yeah, all of these are top notch. Yeah. They went over to over there. So it's, you know, you can see the difference when I, from the tour that I took at Washington State and at still in Stillwater. So it's, a big, it's a big difference. Huge. <laughs> so I have a question about the transfer portal. Okay. Because you all experienced the transfer portal. Of course, your experience was twice. What, twice. twice. Gabe, is, Gabe was in the portal and now he was at Eastern and went to Washington State. Wow. So having experienced the portal twice, as Leon was coming to Oklahoma State, you may have heard about the mass exodus in the transfer portal the year prior, right, with all these people, you know, all these athletes that left Oklahoma State football program after the 2022 season. What are your overall thoughts just about the transfer portal in general, especially after being a college football fan, you know, for all these years? It's the Wild West right now. Um, it's it's going crazy. Um, I, I think I think the start of it was um, was a great idea. It was a great you know thought process of how to get kids to you know that were maybe in an unhappy situation or coaches leaving that they came to play for and or and stuff like that. Um, I, I think you know when you I signed a letter of intent to go to this school because this coach talked me into it. And now he's gone mm -hmm. and I have to stay here for four years, you know, and learn a whole new coaching staff, maybe, or even your yeah. position coach. Um, I, I thought, you know, I thought that was something that was able to, you know, curb a little bit with the portal. But I mean, with, I mean, but there are guys out there that have transferred two and three and four and five times. And like, yeah, they're, they're, they're still playing. Yeah. Like, seventh year, seventh year college players out here. Just, like, I mean, Alan Bowman. Yeah, I mean Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, like like he's transferring. I mean, like he was at UCF forever. Yeah, like I'm I'm like wait a minute. When I heard he was transferring, I was like I thought he was done. Yeah, yeah. just right. committed to Oregon today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, it's what are the limitations going to be, and you know how how do you put the cat you know back in the bag? You, you, it's it's hard. Now the regulations are going to be based off of what they're looking at now, right? And everybody's always gonna try to abuse the system, yeah. right? Everybody's gonna always try to get an upper hand um, any way they can, especially if you have deep pockets. Absolutely, yeah. And I think speaking of that too, Justin, I'm pretty sure like you had, you had a question there about just the red shirt situation that happened this year, right? Yeah, because I mean, Obviously, he was planning on using that red shirt to kind of develop and everything and, you know, basically had to, to burn the red shirt for the good of the team, which, I mean, I think it's well known across, you know, anybody that you ask in Oklahoma State circles. Fans are super appreciative of that. Um, call it a sacrifice if you want. And, um, yeah, I mean, just was, I guess, was that the plan, though, just to, you know, use that red shirt year and develop for another year, come back ready to go for the 2024 Cowboy season. Yes. Just had to. That's it. Yes. Just burn it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was his decision, mm -hmm. right? Like, like his, his decision to go to Oklahoma state was his decision. Um, 
Gabe's decision to go to Eastern, jump in the portal and go to Washington State is his decision. I, I, we give all the kids the, the freedom to make the choices because this my wife's line is, which I truly believe and live with, they're not going to be mad at me because I made a decision for them later on down the line. Yeah. Right. You're every, you're grown. You're 18 now. You have to make the decision that you feel is going to be the best for you. And we always say, if you're not, if you're injured and you can't play your sport, are you going to be okay going, just going to class? And if you're not, don't go. doesn't matter how good the football is. Wow. Because if you get hurt, you know, it, it's it's terrible sitting around not being able to do what you want to do while you the reason you came there, right? Or or you ended up at the school. Yeah. But you know, we we firmly wanted that that year. Um, they told them to think about it. You know, they gave them about they what it was till Wednesday or Thursday that following week after uh, the Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you would have the Oklahoma game was the game that. Uh, would 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 burned it for sure. Yeah. So um, he had his biggest the, the hardest part for him was the friends that he made. Um, yeah. He's really good friends with uh, Zane, Flores, um, mm-hmm. Hudson, um, Kark, the punter, Hunter, um, uh, Strib, um, Eli. Uh, you know, Eli is his roommate. And, you know, in the the best part, I mean, like, great kids. Like, when we would go over to his apartment, they're all sitting in, and Blaine was in there with us, too. All sit, We're all sitting in Leon's room on the bed, in the chairs. It's, you know, all of us in there. It's like six football players in there. Yeah. Just just talking to me and me and, me and my wife, right? Um, we're watching games on TV, um, you know, just – but – that's, that was the hardest part for him. I was like, man, these are the guy, the first guys that he met when he got there because yeah. they're weightlifting, uh, they're put by with newbies. All, yeah. the, all the new guys are in one weightlifting group. And so the first guys that he hung out with was Hudson and Zane and Eli. So it was did, the guys. Did he get there right during, during winter workouts? He got there. He left here January 2nd. Oh, right yeah. Oh, yeah. He, got, so, he left right away. So he got there right during that time where Coach Glass is trying to make him transfer back. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna put a hurting on him every single day." He got he got the medal though. Oh, he did. He got the the iron the cowboy iron. Yeah, yeah. He got the he got the medal. Wow. Yeah, he was he was pretty pumped about it. I love it. So yeah. I mean, go ahead. So you're talking about how he had to essentially burn his red shirt ear, but you said earlier that he did one of masters. He might be getting his masters in math. We we have some masters programs here. He could just stay around Stillwater and be a student. Uh, if he has an opportunity to play, he gonna play. Fair. Uh, um, so, like, they had you know his the red shirt thing, mm-hmm. uh, or not necessarily red shirt thing, the COVID year thing. Yeah. That we, that we were talking about and have been dealing with. Um, what happened was he didn't, they moved the, the football season from George Fox from the fall to the spring. Mm. And so with him being a baseball player and the football team only having a couple, two or, two or three games, I think they played three or four games that season. He was like, I'm, 
baseball has a full season. You know, they're they're going to California, they're going to California and playing all these teams all over the place. Um, and so he didn't get the the opportunity. And so that's what the argument was: is that everybody got an extra COVID year for football. He didn't play football because they decided to move it to the spring. And so basically punished for playing two sports. Wow. But, which is fine. Like if that's how you guys run it, that's, that's, that's how you do it. But it was a little disappointing. So as of right now, has there been a consensus on whether or not he still, you know, is eligible to play or is it kind of still up in the air? They took their, I'm not sure if they they asked him if they wanted him to take a look. Okay. Um, I told him to say yes. <laughs> yeah. right. um, so we'll, we we don't, you know, they said it's a pretty slim chance that, that he would, they would give him the, the year back anyway. Man, how great would it be to see Flores, the Johnson connection in 2024? That, yeah, I definitely hope for the best over there. I tell you one of the things that I really appreciate when you talk about you and your wife, Sarah, just kind of making the decision that we're going to let our sons make the decisions on their own. I can't tell you like helicopter parents or one of that. That is something that I hope I never become. Right. I'm a new dad. Uh, and I'm just like, I, I just I hope that I'm never a helicopter parent that tries to make all the decisions and live vicariously through my athletic kids. Right. So, man, I, I just really appreciate that. Look, um, they did not. They picked the sport that I knew the least in. <laughs> right. I, I, I played basketball since. You know, my, my dad is like a huge basketball thing in Seattle, right? And I came up after him doing that. And Eric, like my sister played too, you know, and yeah, we go to gyms and my dad's jerseys are hanging up and stuff. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't want no parts of that. Eighth grade, baseball, football. But, you know, I I, but I coached his football from the first year of tackle all the way until eighth grade. Gotcha. And that's why he's a receiver. <laughs> so is there any ill will between you at Oklahoma City Thunder, kind of being a Seattle Supersonics fan, I'm assuming? How do you Time feel about that? Did I touch a nerve? I'm sorry. We, we, I can I can leave now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took me till about uh, about two years ago before I had a couple hey. of bucks. Um somebody give, had given me a gift card to Starbucks and I used to just give them to my wife right away. Like, I, I don't fool with Starbucks because they sold my team. Um, <laughs> but about a couple years ago, I got, they were giving them out at work and I got one. I was like, let me go have a couple of Starbucks with the rest <laughs> of the crew. You didn't convert. You didn't become an OKC Thunder fan or is this, is, is that just a uh, look? We just don't do that. No, I don't do that. <sighs> no, I'm, and that's, I'm, I'm born and raised Seattle. Right. So um, Seahawks, Mariners, Sonics, uh, you know, we got we got the Kraken now. We have the Sounders. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm, I'm all Seattle. One hundred percent. I like I like players. Ken I root, Griffey Jr. The I, I root for players right on other teams, but I hope their team loses. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I hope yeah. they I hope they do decent unless I have them on my fantasy team or something. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I, you know, I but want I want the team to win. Who's your NBA team then now? Um, my NBA team. So I don't want to uh, first. I don't want you guys to think this is t- some type of bandwagon type deal here. 
because it's Phoenix. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's Phoenix. It's only because how that happened. The Durantula is my favorite. KD is my favorite player. I'll allow it. I'll allow Interesting. it. Hold on. He was, Interesting. He, was drafted, he was drafted by the Sonics. Yes. It makes perfect sense. Right, yes. he, when he, he got here. He had two years here and then he was gone. Yep. So they they he is my he's been my favorite player since he got in because at six eleven seven foot doing that stuff you know it's it's, it's so during the NBA lockout Kevin Durant actually came up to Oklahoma State played flag football yeah he tried to lock him down but didn't work um, yeah and nobody touched him by the way everybody yeah. was afraid like nobody wanted him to get hurt they were like yo if you're gonna moss us moss us if you're gonna throw it throw it it was really fun being out there and he just he just wanted to be around people and he just wanted to hoop. <laughs> yeah, I'd be scared to touch him too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's your guy. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but Phoenix is my team only because KD's on it. KD, right? So he, if you know, he went to the Clippers. Have you become a Clippers fan? Yeah, you know. Well, okay. I, I do. Well, I do root for Sacramento now. Because that's my wife. my wife is in Sacramento, and I've gone to a couple games now since I've been down there, since she's been there. So, I've I've got some purple in my in my wardrobe now, um, for for uh, sacks. Nice. I love it. I love it, Leon. It was, it was a it was a really interesting season. You know, starting off the you know the first couple of games with no definite decision at quarterback, and then we finally get clicking. You saw what happened with. Ali becoming the type of player that he became, you know, Doak Walker Award winner, all the way to the end of the season where you're like, okay, which team is going to show up? And you saw what happened, you know, in the Big 12 championship game. What were your overall thoughts just about the 2023 Cowboy football season? Here we go again. How come I can't have a team that just does what they're supposed to do? (laughs) I can never have a team that just goes out and wins the games they're supposed to win you know, play tough in the games that maybe you're not supposed to. I can't just, I can't have one. I I, I root for the Seahawks. Like, can we catch a break? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, like, now we're down four in a row, like, to teams that we should have beaten. Like, come, like, Stillwater was at, George Fox did it to me too. Dang. You know, it, it was, you know, Tight game here, win this game there. Then we lost his last year, his senior year. They were only supposed to lose. They had to lose one game. They could only lose one game to go to the playoffs. Mm. And then they lost to a team that they absolutely should not have lost to. Know that feeling. 15, it was was 15 to 13. Oh, man. At least it wasn't. Yeah, at least it wasn't UCF score. I was, uh, but the other team, like, they had given up like thirty-five points a game. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh. right? They they gave up thirty-five points a game or something crazy, and we were averaging twenty-five, thirty points, and yeah, didn't happen. So yeah, it's you know my life story. My team, (laughs) my team goes out there and does not do what everybody expects them to do but it was a it was fun right yeah. the ups and downs you know hard as as hard as they were it was it was fun to be a part of it and and that many people right like going to the game at in Stillwater with just 
literally that many people. It, it was it was fun, and I, I had to ask him how he felt down there yeah. on the field. Yeah. And you know, he goes, you know, when I first when we first came out, it was like, oh, sheesh, whoa. But then he goes, after you get work, you know, get into your warm up and your routine, it's like you don't hear, you don't he he doesn't hear it anymore. So he's like. The first time he walked out in in Stillwater, he said he felt it, and then after the warm ups, he was ready to go. Yeah. What's it like being in the stadium with 50, 55,000 people cheering for your son? It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's you know, and it, it's funny because you know, every in the whole in the section every all the parents cuz we're you know all the parents sit in the same area all the families mm-hmm. are pretty much the same area and every you know from game 1 to however many games you know we're at and we talk and everybody knows who belongs to who and mm-hmm. and so it's like everybody hit me on the back in the head and <laughs> you know he's doing great and you know it, and it, it's awesome to see and and you know be a part of i mean for sure but it, it's I just like, I I like it for him. Yeah. Um, He's always been, he's never like last year um, at George Fox was the first time he had ever been the dude um, on the football field. Um, Mm -hmm. He's always been a good athlete. He's always been able to, you know, you can give him directions and he'll go out and do what you want him to do. And, you know, he'll, if he doesn't do it right, tell him how to fix it, and he'll fix it. Yeah, um, coachable. Yeah. So this is it. Just you know, it's just awesome to 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 actually watch him out go out there now, and, and do the things. And like he said before, before he got to Oklahoma State, he said he didn't think he would be able to coach football, coach receivers. And he said, after being here for the amount of time that I've been here, I could absolutely coach receivers. Hmm. He said, I've learned that much wow. from, from January to now. Wow. Wow. So it was, that's a huge testament to, you know, Coach Dunn and and everyone on the offensive side of the ball, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, and he's always been a confident kid. Um, he... You know, he is the guy in the house that everything comes easy to and for, right? Like we were, he was, when he came home last week, you know, he hasn't played basketball in, I don't know, since six, five years, six years. He's out there just knocking down three pointers. <laughs> like, and dunking with it, with slides on. I'm like, like yeah, like there's nothing. Um, stop it. Um, <laughs> It's, you know, and, and now, you know, every everybody knows them here. Like, we're at, I coach at the high school that they went to. Mm-hmm. Bafa High School? Yes. And no. so um, every time he comes home, every time Gabe comes home, they have to come to one of my games. They have to come to a home game. Yeah. And they hate it. Yeah. Because everybody wants to talk to him. Right. <laughs> and... and and it's and I'm like, nope, gotta go, gotta go. You go, but I'll, I I will go up during the school day and I will see. I said, but my girls don't get to see you then, so too bad. You got to come up when my girls are there. Yeah. So it's that it's fun, but yeah, I make them come. Love it, love it. What are your plans for the bowl game? 
be there. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. I think my my wife has done the reservations and everything, and she's she's a guru. Um, I'm just told where to. What time I'm driving to the airport or whatever, uh, I'm there. Um, but she's she's amazing with with travel. She travels a lot for work as well. So um, so she gets like. We say like she finds the best way, you know. She'll she'll call and ask me how you feel about driving four hours. I'm like, well, let's do it, you know. And it, it saves us eight hundred bucks or whatever. Um, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. Um, and we we were we were going to this to the bowl game. We were about to fly into Louisiana and drive five and a half back. Hmm. And then, and, and then she kept she kept looking and looking, and so now she got us a flight into Houston. Thank heavens! Love it. Yeah, yeah, and and we're staying at the team hotel. Oh, nice. Look, I'm just gonna say, if you guys are gonna spend some time, are, are you a foodie at all? Man, I love food. Look, I got I got some spots for you in Houston. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna list out like three of them right now. All right, and we'll hit them all. Look, when it comes to breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Hands down, probably the best breakfast spot in the country. I have a whole food ranking, right? So, like Houston, Houston is number three on my food cities in the in the United States. Breakfast Club for food. If you like dessert, there's a place over there called the Puttery, the Puttery Dessert Shop. Like just um, Oreo croissant waffle. Yo, I'm telling you, go go ahead and get that. And then you have another place. Do you like Asian or Mediterranean or anything? Yes, I eat all food as long as it has meat in it. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, the if better box. If it doesn't have meat, I might skip right by it. Hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right okay. there with you. Yeah. So the better box, the better box in Houston is like an Asian fusion spot. Houston is one of the most diverse cities in the entire country. So the better box in Houston, those three places, I'm telling you, they will not disappoint. I'll make sure to let you know after I go. All right. Because we're, I think we'll be there. I think we'll be there three days. We'll be down there three days. Hey, just get to the breakfast club early is all I'm going to say, because that line will be wrapped around the building. So I can't remember. What's the one in Stillwater? Um, Granny's? Yes, we went there. So good. It was good. It, but it was, and we went with like, we went with too many people. So we had to wait a long time, but we, we were there pretty early. But yes, delicious. Well, okay. you have been to uh, Just Waffling in Stillwater? I think it's a newer, newer place. Hey, that, it was it was the line was out the door and around the corner. We drove by and kept driving. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm I'm hungry. I, that looks like it's yeah. gonna be too long. So, but yes, yeah, right. we, that was the spot that we wanted to go to. Um, I told uh Strib and Zane that next year, next season, I will we'll, we'll be coming back to see those guys play. And a couple of places, a couple of places that we wanted to hit. Oh, that's dope. That, that, while we're there. So, I was going to say, Hatch just opened too on Main Street. This like brunch place called Hatch. It literally opened on Monday. So if you come back for a softball game or a baseball game this spring or in the fall, add that to your list. There's one down in like Edmond, Oklahoma City area, and they just opened it in Stillwater. And I'm very excited to go, and it worked out very well that the semester is over. So the students will be gone, and it should be, in theory, less crowded. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's not a bad thing if you're the, one of the only people in Stillwater during this I time. It. It's, it's a good not. Thing. Yeah, it's really not. 
Yeah, hey, just like when I went to college, when everybody went home, like right now is basketball season. There was nobody there but the men's and women's basketball team. Yeah. And kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to wait for anything. Yeah. It's weird because I love cities. I went to school in a city, but I'm like, I love when Stillwater is empty. Like, there's no one around, <laughs> but I'm like, I also love a big city. So it's kind of contra uh, contradictory, but, you know, it's nice not waiting in lines for things. Um, I like... I could live in a small town. Like, I don't, I could, my wife wants to live like in downtown in the high rise. And I kind of want a little, I just want to, that's I me. Wanna, I want a little yard <laughs> with a lawn, with a riding lawnmower, you know, just, to, you know, yeah. I can just, you know, cut my little patch of grass and yeah. go back in, you know, sip a <laughs> But She wants to be in the middle of the hustle and bustle. Well, she got to stay in DC for a year. Ah. And so yeah. that, that changed her mind. Like she was like on the 10th floor, like all amenities and stuff. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I don't want to ride an elevator every time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But see, I mean, yeah. Seattle is such a cool city too, though. And you can drive 20 minutes and be in the suburbs or on the sound. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's a lot going on out there. So that's a good area. Yeah, that, that's I need to make it out there. I love Seattle. Yeah. I need to make it out to Seattle. Yeah, that's like that's 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 on my list of cities. I need definitely to on the list. Yeah. So um, good. My wife is born and raised as well. Okay. Uh, we went to rival high schools, um, and didn't know each other until after. Nice. But we have all the same friends that went to this. How'd you guys meet? Can I ask how you met? Um, a friend at a basketball. She came to one of my basketball games when I was uh, in junior college. Uh, I went to community college and played two years. Uh, my my first year, I blew up my knee. The next year, my sophomore season, she came to a game, and I, I met her then. Yeah. You, know you scored that game? Hmm. Say how, many, how many points you scored that game when you met your wife? Do you remember how many? Um, I think I had about 16. It was at Everett Community College. It was a playoff game to go to see who went to the next round. Okay. Uh, it, was for, it was for seating. It was for seating to, okay. the, to the playoffs. I think I had about. I think I had sixteen. Oh, I already know having dunks. I had three dunks that game. I was okay. Kidding. Love it. After, hey, after every dunk, he looked back at the stands, made eye contact with him. Make sure she. Hey, you saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. A, it was a good time. Uh, well, I tell you, I, I just have one last question, Leon. I think, um, you know, you've probably had more access to OSU's football program than any of us. And you've had a lot of calls or in, in, in conversations and talks with your son, of course, um, who's probably giving you some information that the public is even, even privy to. And I know a lot of fans uh, are very optimistic about the future as well. So I want to ask you, what do you think just about the future of the OSU football program? Um, I think it's, it's looking good, right? Um, I've, I've been looking at all the, the the portal stuff. Not many guys going in the portal. I saw yeah. the I saw the receivers go. I saw all the line come back, but that's where you start anyway. Um, you got Strib, um, uh, BP. I don't. I heard he's coming back. I don't, I don't know uh, the deal on that. Um, oh my goodness, Talon. He he's good. he'll be back if I'm correct. Um, you know, Ollie's coming back. You know, everybody on the defense is young. Mm -hmm. You know, but you got your studs in the middle. You know, my favorite, my favorite defensive player, Nick Martin. 
Come <laughs> on, Nick. Yes. Hey, that dude was a missile. Uh, my favorite. Uh, Meg yeah. didn't even know about him until after the OU game. Oh my God, you guys are the worst. <laughs> I have loved Nick all season. They're like, you are a liar. But no, I was I was on the Nick train since preseason. But before he ever even blew up, Meg was the one that was like, yo, this guy is great. I just, he genuine dude. I just hope the best for him. Like, he's going to be amazing. So we always just give her a hard time because she's like, yo, you believed in him like when everybody else did. Stop. Well, thank you, E, for finally acknowledging <laughs> I was there before anyone else. Yeah, but I, I um, he's my favorite player to watch out there. I mean, he some just, oh, just yeah. something about that just all out effort. You know, it's just like, man, I would I would do that if I had the ability. You know, oh, like, yeah. Thank you for doing what I would do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. easy to get behind that. <laughs> no yeah, question. And, and just lights people up too, though. It's not like in a hurry to get there and just lay you down. Yeah, he, he he putting hammer to nail, and I don't think he's made a decision yet on whether he's gonna you know maybe enter the NFL or come back. But you feel pretty good about where the where the program is headed. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I mean, and body by glass, you know that's a that's a real thing. Oh yeah. Um, uh, when Leon came home and he walked when he came through the gym and the football coaches were there, they were like, look like a man now. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, like he's wide and like, so, but yeah, he, he looks the part um, now, you know, he came in at 197 or whatever. Is that two, two seventeen two eighteen? Sheesh. So, Dang. So, um, I mean, at one point he was 222. Oh yeah. Coach Glass will do it. And then he kind of, you know, scaled back, you know, he's 217 right now. So good, good weight. You know, Love he's, that. he's hoping to crack a four, four, um, and on the 40 so mm -hmm. you know we'll see if he can do that i mean he has he has a good vert um yeah he has a 39 inch vert oh come on 39 uh, inch vert and he's already six foot five and uh yeah um seven foot wingspan and Dang. three xl gloves hey hey i hope some nfl, NFL scouts are listening to this now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean th this is this is the first year i did not have to buy cleats because all the skill cleats, all the skill cleats at George Fox only went to a 15. What does he wear? He wears a 16. Oh my god. So so right there. I I actually um got him had to buy his cleats over there. His, last year I think they got him a pair for his last year, but I had already I, I didn't think they would, but I got him a pair anyway. Um, but, but yeah, uh, he, he's a big kid, um, very athletic, and I mean, hopefully, I mean, something can pan out about it. Uh, he's yeah. he's a workout he's a workout kid. Like I, I we were I was talking to him about the difference between baseball and football workouts when he would do these he would do the uh, this called perfect game where they scout baseball players and they put you on these different teams and stuff like that and you just play. And he would have a rough time, and it, and sometimes I mean he would have a bad day, and he would sit in it, and he couldn't get out of it. And baseball, I mean baseball, you're thinking so much, and then when he he never had those down moments in football, yeah, because you can always go get it back, yep, right. You can you can get it back right now. And my next 
my next play isn't predicated on what the pitcher is throwing or, you know, now I got to worry about a slider or a curve or high heat or whatever it is. He's worried about all of that stuff thinking, dang, I just struck out on a whatever ball. Go catch the ball. Go run. Yeah. Beat the man in front of you. Beat the man in front of you. Know your responsibility and block your butt off. That's, you know, and that that's what, you know, he took pride in. Like, we were counting pancakes. Like, we, we, we used to count pancakes in, in high school. Yeah. Like, how many guys are you going to pancake? Right? Like, dump guys. Um, and so that, that's one, one of the things that, you know, just pride in what he does out there. Well, I'll tell you, yeah, Leon was such an easy guy to root for um, this entire season. I think all three of us are huge Leon Johnson, the third fans. And uh, I think it's easy to see even just after talking to you where, you know, where some of that comes from, you know, between you and, and, and your wife, Sarah. And it sounds like there was a great support system around him, even with his brothers. So, um, you know. Hey, it's, the house is there's no joke. It's all competitive. And hey, unapologetically competitive. Yeah. And and fierce, I mean, and not afraid to tell you about it. Um, boards have been flipped. Games <laughs> are no longer played in the house. There are certain games we no longer play. Monopoly hasn't been played in like fifteen years, ten years, or something crazy. Um, yeah, it, it, gets, it, gets, it gets heated, and everybody is blaming everybody and. <laughs> You're a terrible player. I mean, like we now we have to we have to resort to games that we have to do. So we, we call it it's Jackbox. Yes, I love Jackbox. Yes, so, yes, yes. So on every holiday now, we have we have to do Jackbox because it's basic. It's trivia. Yes, it's trivia. Everybody has it on their phone. Everybody uses their phone to pick their answers and stuff. Nobody can cheat. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just your knowledge against everybody else's knowledge. It's not you. Yeah, you want to make a trade with something? That's a bad trade. That's a terrible trade. Yeah. That that's how everything starts in the house. You know, <laughs> you know, like I, I'll never forget the day Gay beat me playing uh, 2K. I I think he. It, it was such a terrible day. <laughs> like. I'm the resident 2K guy. He beats yeah. me. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yo, I have to just, I have to tell it. Sorry, sorry, Justin. Sorry. I already know it's coming. Just get it over with. <laughs> Yo, so Justin and I were roommates in college, all right? And uh, that was like our thing. We would play Madden or we would play NCAA. NCAA. Yes. Mostly NCAA, but yeah. Yeah, mostly NCAA. And man, there was this one day where we must have played, what, like three games in a row. And I, I just had the hot hand and Justin just could not beat me on this one day. And he took that control. I mean, Justin was about to break the entire house now. Like, <laughs> I, I swore the controller was broken. Somehow it was still functioning afterwards. I thought the TV was broken. Everything was up, but yeah, it, it got a uh, it got a little wild in in our house. Uh, it still functions. It does have teeth marks in it. Is <laughs> <laughs> it really? I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's our house. Like everything, uh, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty. That's it. Um, 
Bleach, Red Dead. Uh, it doesn't matter. We we will, you know, what was the Mortal Kombat, uh, UFC? We will fight. We will go at anything. I don't even I don't even play, and I'll jump on talking mess. Like I've been playing, I've been working hard at it or something, and they'll be like, "What have you What have you been doing?" Like, come on! But but the competition and my wife is probably the worst. Mm. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Really. And she's the smartest. So, you know, it doesn't really bode well for the rest of us at times. So does she just crush everybody in Jackbox stuff since it's trivia? Um, it's a, it's a mixed bag, right? Because, because right. you can, because you can earn your way back to the top. True. True. Right. And sometimes you can, you, you know, I, I think, I, I think I'm on top right now. Don't, Hey, quote me on that. I'm on top right now. Bad box. They right. no, nobody else is here to argue with me. So. Oh yeah, you on top. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on top right hey. now. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. We will take your word. Yeah, for we're it. gonna have to get Sarah on the show too. You just yes. say, you to confirm that. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm up. I know I'm winning. I'm beating her though. So. I'm up, I know I'm up on her. Like, we 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 keep a tally. Oh yeah, we. Everybody right. else is the second. Well, me and her, we'll keep that. Sound like Mike on the house right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, competitive. Leon, thank you so, so much for joining us. This was honestly one of my favorite episodes. I just loved hearing your stories, hearing more about your sons, Leon and Gabriel and Micah and Isaac as well, too. I just, you know, it's it's just so endearing hearing from parents and hearing how proud they are. And, you know, yeah. in only one year in Stillwater, you guys have completely embraced this town and this program. And we're just grateful to have you part of the family. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, and like some of the, one of the biggest things that we're taking away is some of the families that we've met that will be lifelong friends after this. And, you know, some of the kids that will be watching and cheering for, and like I said, I'll be coming back to see, you know, if we can, you know, make it happen next season. And, you know, it, it's, just all of this stuff outside of football that has made it really special as well. Love it. Thank you all for joining us on another episode of the Believe in OK State podcast presented by Bet Online. Thanks again to our special guest, Leon Johnson II. Of course, I am Meg, joined by Justin and Eve. Appreciate you all. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.